And like Roy Jones said, I said, y'all must have forgot. Y'all must have forgot. Y queremos Palestina. Libre y libre y libre y viva, viva Palestina. Civil war has been quite fruitless. It's a people defending themselves against a fascist government. Now the revolution has got to be perfect. It's got to be flawless. Well, that isn't my criteria. EMP, the podcast uh, on the Public Pulse News Network. I am Amin TMK, uh, alongside with uh, my co-hosts, Little Tanky That Could and Kita DeMuscle. Um, you know, we got lots of news to talk about. Um, I just wanted to get uh, some feels, some thoughts. How are y'all doing today? What's the news? Anything uh, y'all want to do before we get started? Okay, look, there is so much happening around the world and right here at home in the DMV, as well as the United States. Okay, so we cannot be expansive because otherwise we would just be here 24-7. And that's why you need to follow us on Public Pulse News and Public Pulse Vibes on Instagram and on uh, TikTok and uh, why you need to be following our Patreon as well. Uh, Patreon backslash uh, Public Pulse. Yo, some of the topics we're going to talk about are triggering. You know what I'm saying? Some of this shit yeah, is shit you may already be starting to have fatigue over, but we got to talk about them because they're very important. So all we ask is that you bear with us. Take the breaks that you need to as you listen to this. You know, if you need to pause it for a little bit, you know, of course, always to center yourself and your own emotional well-being. Do that. Uh, but also to research your own stuff and come to your own conclusions. All we try to do is bring you the understanding that we have, you know what I'm saying, to the best of the capacity that we got. So with that, shall we? Let's get it. So I feel like the first, uh, the the elephant in the fucking room, or I guess the the, bread, the bear in the room, you know what I'm saying, that we got to talk on this Ukraine shit. Um, some of us predicted this shit. Uh, some of us have been talking about this for a long time. Yes, I'm blowing our own fucking horn, public pulse. We told you this shit was coming. Um, we told you how the West was going to spin this shit. Now, look, the first thing I have to say, because this is incredibly important. Yes, I am a tanky. I understand the importance of fucking standing up, you know, physically, if you have to, for the shit you believe in. I believe in that shit. But do not ever, for one second, begin to advocate, think that we are advocating for war. The thing, the strongest value I have in all of my activism core is I am anti-fucking war. And anti-state violence. I also understand a threatened creature will do whatever it needs to do to ensure its survival, whether or not that looks rational to the outsiders looking in. The thing that you got to understand about this Russia shit, even Biden said in the 90s, the only thing that would provoke a Russian response was moving eastward into what was seen as Baltic states with NATO. In the 90s, he understood this shit, but now he don't understand what the fuck is going doing on? exactly what they planned on doing. This shit was a plan from the fucking jump, man. They're from the fucking jump, okay? It's not hard to understand. Now, look, however you feel about this Ukrainian shit one way or the other, we got to talk about the fact that you got a man who is a fucking actor who played the president, 
right? Green screen included. On green screen and shit. You, a you comedian, here, kind of. Like you, a kind right? of goofy comedian type dude. You got all this time to be going all around the world begging for a fucking no-fly zone, which, by the way, means World War Three. It means NATO troops. It means NATO Air Force. It means American Air Force in the airs of Ukraine denying the ability for Russian jets to fight. I mean, what do you think? It's not like a cop. It's not like a cop pulling you to fuck over. Well, then it just becomes, you know, airfield battles, right? No fly zones don't mean like, oh, nothing flies over there. No, it means you put... Uh, planes and jets into the air to shoot down other planes and jets. And Russia's not going to let that shit happen. Please understand. No country would allow that to happen. Nobody, the United fucking Nations couldn't impose a no-fly zone on America. Americans wouldn't let that happen. So why do you think Russians would let that happen? Well, I just think about it, too, because, like, D.C. has one of, uh, is a no-fly, considered a no-fly zone, yes, right? Um, Which is why they have increased increased restrictions on things like drones or what you can put into the air, and they shoot that shit down. So what I need to explain to you is the difference between restricted airspace and a no-fly zone. D.C. has restricted airspace. That is to say, you can't even fly drones in fucking D.C. Because they understand the fucking threat they represent, right? That cannot happen. That's restricted airspace. Now, a no-fly zone means another military denies any vehicle that does not meet with its transponder acceptance codes access to the area. Right. You don't land them. You're talking about dogfights. You're talking about NATO troops having aerial combat with Russian Air Force, the largest and most capable missile force in the world. That's not us. That's the Russians. The Russians still have more missiles than any other country in the world. And if you start, you you know, it's already hood shit. You blaze, I blaze. Now, what I really want to talk about now is this crazy fucking sanction regime, right? Where it's going to create a fucking recession. You heard it here first, right? Because you can't say the fucking global economy is global and then be like, oh, but there's some caveats, right? Everybody has gotten used to all of these goods being on the market, having access to it. You don't get oil from some Texas oil field or from the Gulf of Mexico. I mean, maybe 10 or... 10% of your oil comes from there, but most of the oil you get comes from the fucking world, right? And mostly from countries that the United States claims not to like. Iran, uh, Russia, Venezuela, Nigeria. This is where most of your oil is coming from. I mean, of course, the Saudis. But I don't understand how we're talking about human rights violations for what has been Honestly, one of the most reserved military campaigns I have seen in my entire life. And you may not think it's reserved, but all of those tanks that are parked outside of these cities, it's not because they can't go in. If they wanted to level the shit to the fucking ground, they could easily do that with their Navy, with their fucking missile command. They could do that. Like I heard these- a, a big, there was a big story today. They, uh, I guess it was a UN confirmation that 847 civilians have uh, have died in Ukraine. Civilians, again, we're not exactly sure. What is a civilian? What constitutes a civilian? When the, when the president himself has impressed all men of military age and some way past into military service. So what is a civilian? 
media now, right? When they have been pushed in. But back to your number. But, but, but let's just say, let's just agree that this number is 847. Let's right. just agree that that's it. Right. 847 civilians. In Yemen, over 200,000 people have died from... Uh, Where the, the fuck is the outrage? crazy to me. Yeah. More people die in America of COVID every fucking day. 81 people were killed in Yemen uh, last week by the by the Saudis. I mean, again, I just uh, the conversation I think we've all been having. I think this is really what we're we're or at least what I'm willing to dive into real quickly. Just uh, the white supremacy that exists globally, you are really seeing it come to the forefront now. Because and and this is what I think is happening with like the liberals. This conversation that we're having, like the things that are happening in Ukraine are happening in Yemen far worse, okay? Because this is a the, the proxy war. Palestine, Syria. Syria. We talked about Mali. We talking now about Somalia. We were talking earlier today we were um about how you don't was, give a fuck about that. You don't give a fuck about that. The uh Afghanis, there the Islamic Emirate Half of their money that was supposed to be given to them was taken right. away right. Uh, by Joe Biden. I did nothing wrong. I think this speaks to like how much the media machine, because like, people can't care about things they're not even aware of. And everything is about Ukraine right now. Well, it's like it's always been that way. No, the fuck it hasn't. Syria has not always been a state in war. Syria is a country that is exponentially older than any European country. I mean, you're talking about a dawn of civilization fucking culture. And they're like, oh, I mean, you got shit like CNN. We're like, Europe is not used to war. Oh, I remember that two wasn't CNN. Wars. That was a Prince of England. I mean, lots of these motherfuckers have said it. I mean, lots of these motherfuckers have said it. You know what I'm saying? I seem to remember a war in Yugoslavia in the fucking 90s, which once again, NATO pushing into fucking Eastern Bloc fucking nations, Iron Curtain fucking nations to destroy and create what was Yugoslavia, which is one country, is now like five fucking countries. But then Biden, who was in the Senate by that time, by the way, who authorized those actions, which were led by fucking uh, Clinton. Now he's like, and this guy's just deciding that he's going to make new countries. What? Why should I keep it? What the fuck what, are you talking about? Out? When um, the, when the uh, Iraq war started, was there uh, humanitarian corridors where civilians could just walk out if they wanted to? Not at all. Siege is one of the most humane ways to campaign in modern war when they could buy rights just blow all the shit the fuck up. When you support Ukraine in, in, in this way, but you don't support, uh, you know, the, the countries that we mentioned, that's white supremacy. And you, you need to interrogate when, when that. When you watch Zelensky wearing fucking iron crosses, which is always Nazi shit. Always Nazi shit. The Iron Cross is always Nazi shit. And then this motherfucker cribbing motherfuckers like MLK comparing your fucking struggle oh my to my God. fucking struggle. Oh, that's my fucking okay, asshole. Look, I, I need the whole world, everybody, keep MLK out your keep fucking, fucking mouth. Out your fucking mouth. That's all yeah, I got to say. It really was the, the neoliberal like playbook, the Nancy Pelosi playbook, wearing Kente cloth. Just mention MLK. And this is what like the liberal community is just eating up right now. And this is like the whole the concept we're trying to talk about, like propaganda works like they 22 percent of people thought we should be engaged in in uh, fighting back uh, Russia in Ukraine. And now it's over 80 percent. I mean, propaganda works. And this is the whole thing that we're trying to get out of here. Like, don't listen to, you know, them people's conversations. U.S. officials say this. OK, well, that's what they say. That's not a proof. 
So I'm just going to take that. We're going to go ahead and move right along to um, something that we always talk about on, on here, and that's ACAB. Okay. Um, and, and again, this is like going back to all like January 6th and like remember that like the police force in themselves are a white supremacist organization. They come directly from the, you know, uh, the capturing of, you know, escaped enslaved human beings. So uh, there is a lawsuit uh, that accuses the uh, police department of harassment, discrimination and retaliation. Uh this is a tough one. Okay, so uh, officers say they hoped Black Lives Matter protesters would die, okay? The lawsuit accuses uh, racial prejudice among local police squad in United States. Uh, this is Montgomery County, Maryland. Uh, this is where I went to high school, not far from here. It's about a, uh, what'd you say, about 30-minute drive um, from where we currently are. Uh, a series of text messages. Uh, a white supervisor and other police officers in Montgomery County, Maryland, talked about preparing for a race war, expressed hope that Black Lives protesters, Black Lives Matter protesters would be killed, uh, says a federal lawsuit filed this week um, by, uh, just says here, a black colleague. Uh, a lot of different things that are being said here. We had this conversation not too long ago, and I just wanted to uh, go back to saying uh, in 2021, there was 1,055 fatal police shootings in 2020 there was 1021 fatal shootings uh this year uh it looks like the numbers are about one police murder per day in the united states um all after uh, was it two weeks ago i think it was uh, uh sleepy joe was out there talking about police need more funding we don't defund the police we fund the police we should all agree the answer is not to defund the police it's to fund the police motherfuckers out there guilty, man, because I got to hear about how it's dangerous to be a protester in Russia. Fuck you. I was a protester in the United States of America. I've watched people get black bagged off and whisked to who the fuck knows where. Oh, but we don't even have to take in protesting into this situation, right? Because we've been to a lot of events where it's like a mass uh, or, an, according to the police, an unacceptable amount of black people have congregated. Because remember, like, those late night poetry Absolutely. shows and events? And then suddenly the cops totally loitering. rolled up. And I mean, the cops rolled up with the paddy wagon vans. They were about to arrest all of us um, with like five vans, three police cars. They all jumped out and said, what are you guys doing? And we're like, we're hanging out. At we a had hotel music. we fucking rented. At, at a hotel we rented. It's like, well, you're, we got noise complaints. You brought eight police vehicles for a noise complaint? And of course, you know, it's not like anybody in the fucking hotel lobby told us like, hey, can you keep it down? We were singing. We were dancing. We were spitting poetry, and these motherfuckers came out like, try something. We cross. And I mean, one cop literally got into my face and was like, do you want to go to jail today? Uh, bitch, what did I do? I, another thing that just really, it, I don't know why this is a wrinkle. This is literally by the park police. This is like, remember they always, I don't know if you heard about this, but like, I always hear like park police are like the jokes. They're not real cops. Like they're dead ass talking about race wars and killing protesters. Over 400 people died protesting in the uh, Breonna Taylor, George Floyd, uh, Black Lives Matter protests of two years ago. But Putin is a motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just more, like, keeping the fucking same energy, man. That's what I'm saying. Like more people are killed in the United States by law enforcement than have been murdered in a, quote, a war. You know what I'm saying? It, happening right now and it's just like this is the, goes back to the whole thing of like 
PTSD and like people experiencing different things and like black people in this country having to experience things that like uh, there really is no equivalent, you know? So um, I just wanted to say again, ACAB, and uh, as you can see, uh, America's on its bullshit again. You want to move on? Muscle, what you got? Oh, man. Okay, so India's high court upholds a ban on uh, students being able to wear hijabs in schools and classrooms in the state of Karnataka. Um, so India it has essentially the second largest Muslim population. Muslims comprise 14% of India's population. And this has been an ongoing ban, right? Because at first India said, well, schools have a chance to say whether students should wear a hijab. Um, and of course, schools, once this high court said everything, schools have actually been banning um, any student who wears a hijab from attending class like they won't even let them onto the campus and it's coming during a time when they have to take really important exams in order to pass um and of course india on top of this this is like one thing right in order to further their discrimination against muslims uh india has also excluded muslim sellers from being vendors at a really big important festival which is a clear violation of the the indian constitutional maxim uh, article 14 uh, which states equality for all and non-discrimination to none and under pressure from uh, Hindu Hindutva groups, which is Article 15. Um, so Muslims vendors can't even do business during this really big, important festival um, in that particular Indian state. Uh, which kind of speaks to like a long going in discrimination because, of course, India, much like France, is like, well, the hijab is not an important piece of religious clothing, so you should be forced to not wear it, even if you choose to wear it. Look, man, this shit with India goes a ways back. Look, I'm not here to try to say that India is a monolithic culture because it's not right. But one thing that we can count on from India for at least the past 200 years, rampant anti-Muslim fever. And that's a fact. It goes all when you got motherfuckers like Dinesh D'Souza writing essays like uh, two cheers for colonialism. You know what I'm saying? It really goes to the mind state of how deeply embedded in the colonial process, how invested in colonialism nations like India, a, a, a sizable but uh, but respectable. Right amount of the population. Clearly, I'm not saying everybody loved colonialism, but a very sizable percentage of the Indian population had no problem with this. And to them, the Muslims have been the ones that always inflamed this, always fucked it up. Going back to um, the Indian rebellion of 1857, right? A lot of people don't even know about this shit. So there was this thing that used to happen. And, and, and in many ways, you could see this as the British Empire was setting India up to fucking fail right, with divide and conquer tactics, which the West always uses. They had this bullet. They had this rifle called the Enfield, right? And it was a breech-loading rifle. And uh, the thing about it is the bullets themselves, because it's breech-loading, you got to pack that bullet all the way down to the chamber to make sure it goes, make sure you get a good fire, make sure it goes off. Well, the British lubricated half of these bullets would, would be fat, right? Oh right? And the other half with pig fat. Ah, that's gross. So when you had these Muslims in the Indian army, where you got to bite through the fucking casing and then get the fucking pork fat in your mouth and then pack the bullet in, the Muslims were like, no, fuck this. We're not going to fucking do this. And it led to a revolt. And so in many ways, 
a lot of Indians still see Muslims as y'all fucked this up for us. Y'all are the reasons why we stopped being a British fucking colony. You motherfuckers couldn't get over your shit. Now, never mind the fact there's a lot of Hindu that don't ingest meat at all. That part of it gets written out. The mm. fact that there were Hindus that also rebelled in this gets written completely out of fucking history. And all everybody remembers is the fucking trouble causing the fucking Muslims. You know, y'all fucked it up for us. And now the British left. And I think it's it's frustrating, too, because, you know, they just had this whole, like we said, dim people's propaganda uh, machine, you know, about the, you know, Muslim population in uh, Yingjing and, uh, you know, like the Uyghur uh, conversation. And, and, and you know, again, we, we spend a lot of time trying to, um, you know, trying to bring forth like sort of the, the way that this propaganda has come and spread through, you know, Western culture. And this is one of the problems that we see. And like, this is really what's happening. Like, if you really out here trying to like um, you know, be out here for like your Muslim brothers, uh, you know, and, and your, your Muslim family. Like if you want to be in solidarity in that way, like you can't be buying into these type of propagandas because, again, it's much more Islamophobia is much bigger. And like you said, for all those reasons. And also, you know, you have Modi in power. You know, this is a, a fascist regime. This is him trying to. um shut down, you know, the communist uh, uh, revolutions that were going on there. Right. And even even Modi is like not on board with this fucking Ukraine shit. That's just so like more than a third of the world's population. Oh, yeah, because Modi is also in bed with like, hey, Australia, we got to go explore like other options that aren't China because the fascists are also getting mad at us. But everybody need fucking oil. And you can't tell a nation that is in a developing process where the fuck it can and where the fuck it can't get it. But I just want to go back to that that war for it quick. So when these these concerns were brought to the major general, his name was George Anson, and he was the commander in chief of India, right? As ridiculous as that sounds, a British person, right? His response was, I'll never give in to their beastly prejudices. And by refusing a direct order, because the sepoys who were the the soldiers wouldn't do it, he court-martialed all these motherfuckers and convicted them of dead-ass mutiny. For not wanting to take pork into their mouths. There's just so many restrictions placed on, particularly with these Muslim lands, which is absolutely kind of goes to like the hyper nationalism. And how do you determine for somebody else how they observe their religious practices or their cultural practices? We don't even have to bring religion into it. But if somebody chooses to wear a hijab and it's like, oh, no, well, we are going to because France made the same exact argument where they were like religious freedom, which is why I reject a lot of like state mandated things around censorship, what you can and can't wear, what you can and can't read, what you can and can't like in some ways. Yes, what you can and can't do um, limit those actions, but that people use this as an excuse to oppress other people under the auspice of, well, I use the right buzzwords. We're actually trying to free all these Muslim girls who are being oppressed by their hijab. You don't get to make that determination. Like in these conversations, and I hear this hijab conversation all the time, those conversations are happening in the airboard in the Muslim world. Those conversations are happening. And again, if you really give a fuck, instead of like, you know, the whole thing, like, uh, you know, the the French white feminists that are out there free to nipple and all of that stuff. Like, uh, again, you you're, you don't live in a, a Muslim uh, community. You don't have a Muslim family. You, you know, these conversations are being had and they're not being had in the way that white feminism wants to have it. And again, th- this is just, a, again, a, a way for them to be uh, uh, Islamophobic and be, you know, harmful to, you know, Islam. And again, like, I think this is a, 
I was thinking about this the other day, you know, especially because we've been watching all these like battles from like, you know, like the 13th century and stuff like that. You start to really see, you know, how Islam has really like stopped the tide of like white supremacy and like uh, capitalism and all of those ways. Like Islam is, uh, you know, uh, always going to be tried to, uh, you know, be removed or be silenced in, you know, fascist regimes. And just like, you know, India, again, it's not a monolith, but uh, the intense, um, you know, history of colonialism. You know, we see this also in Hong Kong, like you get your your white supremacy tendrils into a a community and, and, you know, they kind of just applaud that more. Um, Any more thoughts on this particular subject? Y'all trying to do this uh, final Let's quick hit? Quick hit. Let's get it. Final round. Yo, so motherfucking uh, <laughs> Jerry Leto is Morbius about to drop. And I just want to say, once again, on that keep it the same energy shit, when a piece of shit like Jamie Gunn is like, I'm not going to work with this man. When we know for a fact, right, to say nothing of allegations, 19 plus. I mean, this nigga got motherfucking Joe Biden numbers. You know what I'm saying? Of allegations of impropriety, right? But th- this should never fall on white men, right? When we know for a fact we ain't got to deal with allegations, we can deal with the fact that even the co-workers admitted in the fucking, uh, the Suicide Squad, this motherfucker sending used condoms to niggas on the set and shit. Like, oh, I'm trying How to get How did into- you even do that once and continue to work in this Continue, you know industry. what I'm saying? I guess he tried everything else. Mm. Right, I mean, we talked about this too because- you know, there was uh, this interview I had never heard before. We were listening to it was Sean Connery and um, uh, what's her from 60 Minutes? Was uh, it Barbara Walters? Barbara right? Walters, Barbara Walters. This is like what happening like in the 80s or something, like mid 80s, some shit like that. And he's like, uh, she, she's like, oh, you know, I, I wanted to address that you said that, you know, if you, you would, you know, get physical, you know, you would, uh, you, you would physically accost somebody who, uh, you know, a woman like that. And he's like, oh, well, well. He chuckled I, and laughed chuckled about and this laughed. He's like, well, I mean, yes, but, all, you know, only if uh, you've I already tried. I haven't trenched. <laughs> oh <my laughs> right. Goodness. Yeah, he said his opinion hadn't changed. And he said, uh, you know, you know, I just don't do it. You know, you got to uh, try everything else first. And then he was like, I th- you know, Barbara Walters was like, well, I think you're going to get a lot of angry male. And he was like, well, I think I'm going to get some female. I mean, this is a person. Nothing mm-hmm. happened in his fucking Nothing career. happened to his career. There was no cancellation. There was no loss. It's not like he well, was stopped did, doing movies. He, he was doing more movies. Yeah, he did the Indiana Jones shit with Steven Spielberg after that. Lots of movies. Yeah, and look, Hunt for Red October. Lots of shit. The white male patriarchy, man. Conversation, like we said, James Gunn is a person we don't even want to see his movies. And see, these third wave white feminists, they go ham. You know, again, Bill Cosby is the conversation. He's the conversation starter for all this shit. And all I'm saying is, we already got our conversations about him in the black community. Y'all got your own motherfuckers to put their name in your mouth. Conversations. But also, y'all need to handle y'all shit. TLDR, fuck Morbius. That's again another Marvel movie I will absolutely not be watching. Yes. Um, as we talk about censorship and uh, the way laws are used to wield fascist power, uh, Idaho House of Representatives, early this month, actually, early this month, the Idaho House of Representatives passed House Bill 666, um, which would remove an exemption that protects libraries, schools, museums, colleges, and universities and their employers for disseminating material that is harmful to minors. I'm just going to say, people always use, let's protect the children. It's a red flag. Wait, okay. 666? Yeah. They don't got to burn you, the books, they just remove them. 
Yeah, yeah, I know. I was like, is that... I, th they didn't even try to hide that. <laughs> I mean, sequential order. But um, that a lot of times people will use, well, don't you want to protect the children? Because if you say no, then you sound like a crazy person, right? right? What we're talking about is pajamification. Yes, but there's a nuance here, right? Like, of course, I want to protect children, but protecting children by denying them access to materials is not the way to protect them. Because there are a whole range of children who are going through things that some of us can't and don't want to imagine quite honestly and how like punishing libraries is really just a shortcut for being like well you know what we said after the fact that this was inappropriate material you know what that inappropriate material counts for anything that includes anything about being queer anything that includes or anything about race theory. or critical race theory those are considered inappropriate materials Where right now these protected children motherfuckers when the cops are out there shooting fucking 14 year old black boys yeah even what? That book, Mouse, where it was like, um, you know what? Jewish children went through the Holocaust. Romani children went through the Holocaust and they should be able to read about it themselves. And then a whole bunch of school, like this is the same thing. We have to pay attention to these things um, because we're going to see an increase in it. Uh, they absolutely, once they can control the information that we receive, which is why I push back. I'm like, if you're not aware of what's going on, that's propaganda too. Uh, yeah, okay. So the last thing, um, you know, we are a approaching uh, 1 million COVID deaths. Uh, maybe here by the time this podcast drops. Um, I believe Worldometer has it at like 998,000. So I think it's a little bit lower when you check the New York Times uh, reference. But uh, it, regardless, it's going to happen uh, probably in the next week or two, especially if you're going at 1,000 deaths per day. Again, more people die per day from in COVID than have died from the entire Ukraine war. But again, we're sending $11 billion uh, to Ukraine. And no stimmies for us. Zero stimmies for you because well, you, you need to go what? back to work. We're post-COVID. You need to pull right. yourself up again. Because it happened under a Democrat. No more mask mandates. Yeah, and every single time the mask mandates uh, come in, the COVID numbers go down. And then after they start going down, not to like regular levels. You can live with COVID, yeah. man. Only the weak and sickly die. Seriously, like don't give a shit about it. Eugenic, I mean, eugenics uh, argument making motherfuckers. Uh, seriously, man, seriously. So uh, again, I don't, I'm not normalizing this. We cannot continue to normalize this. A thousand people dying per day, not to mention all the conversations that are we had in the medical community about long COVID and all of the symptoms, brain fog, uh, diminished lung capacity. These are life altering changes. Yeah. You know, you, you, okay. Oh, you're not going to die. Okay. But there's more to it. And we've been talking about this since the, the pandemic started. Um, and I just, I, again, y'all would have never accepted this shit under Trump. And that's a fact. I would have never accepted this shit. It's, you got to actively go out there and look to find what the COVID numbers are now. But more motherfuckers are dying from this shit now than even under fucking Trump. And y'all don't give a fuck no more. I mean, come on, man. Literally, Biden was like, it's going to be a cold winter for people who are unvaccinated, you know? And again, just this entire conversation has been get vaccinated. Now they're on their fourth shot. I think the fourth booster shot at this point. Uh, again, oh, this they're is not even pushing booster shots anymore. Hey, man, even as a new variant yeah. of Omicron rises. I'm sure it's great for the American pharmaceutical corporations. That's a fact. I mean, again, you know, we talk about this a lot. China had 3,400 cases. And again, they're back to shutting it down. Two people died. And it's the first two people that have died. I mean, again, right? You get, oh, oh, the Chinese government is lying to the who who i mean to the exactly. world health the world these okay. numbers are coming from the but world also, health organization once again 
Reflection. The United States has been lying to us since the start of the pandemic. Right. Right. And we can't even talk. There's some other things that we we can't even talk about on here, but maybe you've heard about we it. We gonna keep it short, but yo, man, don't fucking go to sleep under these Democrats, man. Keep your shit turned the fuck up, man. If you was turned up, stay turned up, because ain't shit changed. That's a fact. Uh, yeah, Public Pulse News on Instagram. Public Pulse Vibes on Instagram. Public Pulse News on TikTok. We are also on Patreon. Patreon slash Public Pulse. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know what else to say. Do y'all have any closing yes. statements? Any closing thoughts? Look, because, uh, you know, TMK and Tanky prop up our IG. And I just want to say, like, we appreciate y'all who reach out to us with your comments, your commiseration, your support um, in the ways that that's what community is about and I value that um, when, you know everybody sharing our content everybody having dialogue with us even if we don't have agree on everything the fact that we can still build on this shit in order to try to envision a better world together that's so important and thank y'all everybody who listens to our podcast who supports us on Patreon but also just folks who come up on our IG who share our content thank y'all appreciate you just want to give a special shout out to our patreons kelly lauren bridget suzette and dennis we appreciate y'all we do this content for y'all uh tanky do you have anything you wanted to say before we out of here all right we out do better we should all agree the answer is not to defund the police it's to fund the police fund them fund them That wasn't CNN, that was the Prince of England.